0: wherever you always want one anyway right uh welcome welcome it's uh episode 34 of the away end uh and we've got we got steven this week and oh that twat still down in london his weird face on but uh steve was on uh i don't know i reckon like maybe probably should look back and see how many weeks ago it was but week 25
1: yeah maybe I should have I should have got it framed really shouldn't I my my, my first cap I was was on previously shall we say
0: yeah you're on previously let's say that you're right mate Um, Liverpool fan we haven't haven't got anything really lined up for you because uh, there's been a few breaking developments uh, over the past 24 hours yeah yeah even LBC James O'Brien, who's a political guy, he was even talking about for the first hour of his show this morning, trying to compare it with some uh, some developments which have happened uh, in politics as well. But uh, yeah, as people may have seen, uh, European Super League. We're gonna, I think we we'll just jump straight in there, right? And we'll, we'll maybe talk. We'll 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 do some chat about the the week's games, but. James probably doesn't want to talk too much, and obviously, what's, we're gonna... the, fu-
2: what's the fucking point now? What's the fucking point? <laughs> about games, mate. What's the point in playing football?
0: Well, mate, you, you might be thinking that now. Now, Steve, observably said, yeah. Um, Ryan Mason is now
2: is now your interim manager. So, hey, this this was supposed to be the best day of the last year for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to be the fucking moon yet, yeah, but Levy being Levy, the little lizard man that he is, right? He's fucking left it to the day after the fucking Super League's announced. So, what's it matter? It doesn't matter who our manager is now. If you get pumped every other week by Bayern. It's going to be wicked. Mate, he has played this pretty well. I've got to admit, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> It's not the major news story, so let's talk. No, it's about, not. It's not. Well, yeah, so
1: I, I've not had my phone on me today. So, what's happened? Have I missed anything? Oh, shut up, Jeez. <laughs> Jesus! Yeah, this has been a bad week, do not know. Twenty-four
0: hours, really, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I was just came back from this well, walk well, 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 yesterday, well, and would
2: just—I was watching Gary Neville just absolutely blow up about like <laughs> everything. Should I mean, we? Right, should we go on? If someone—if someone lives under a rock, in like. I don't know, Azerbaijan or something. Should we explain what's going on? Yeah, as
0: we're getting them listener figures, mate, we are getting them listener figures (laughs) from Azerbaijan, big time. Um, So essentially, the top six teams, Manchester United, Man City, Chelsea... I mean, financial top six teams, we should definitely make that clear. Man United, Man City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Spurs, Liverpool have all decided that as soon as practical has been the wording, I believe... Uh, a European Super League will be combined with the top three teams in Spain and the top three teams in Italy uh, to basically challenge the Champions League. They've said they're still going to leave the domestic uh, Premier League and other uh, leagues the same. However, there was word of them saying that teams would be playing, obviously, right, if you're playing Barca midweek and then you're going to play Burnley on Saturday, which, which, which is getting the strongest team which one sent you, out? Which one do you prioritise, mate? Exactly, and and this is not us by any stretch advocating for the European Super League. But I do see where that that mindset would come from. However, I think it's abhorrent. I think I completely back all commentators and what they've said, and I think it's ridiculous. It's just a a, a money grab, greed. Steve, do you agree? Oh, oh go on, go on, Jimbo, you're oh, you, just... Go on, mate.
2: I was just going to say, you know, it's bad when you're you're on the same side as PSG, FIFA, UEFA,
0: <laughs> Mate, <laughs>
2: Boris Johnson. I know Boris Johnson. I was yeah. fucking scratching my head this morning when I saw his comments. How, how have I come how, what, what mistake have I made in my life where I've come to rely on Boris Johnson to do the right thing?
1: Yeah, that's the real reason Mate. football's dead. We've sided with the devil. <laughs> It's uh no, th- to be honest, so it's obviously all come like pretty quick, hasn't it? Like I, I was literally ready to come on this podcast and talk about the deluxe dog and spurs. And then in the space of 24 hours, it's just gone like tits. But that, that to
2: feels play like it's devil's about three
1: weeks ago now. Well, yeah, it does, yeah. The amount of things that's been out there. But like to play devil's advocate, what you're saying there, that just sounds like the current champs league to me. Yeah. Prioritizing what? the midweek game over a smaller team on the weekend. But obviously that's like one little part of the iceberg, isn't it? There's there's like so many things that have kind of come to the the like the front, I guess, on this. But I I need a bit of explanation because I'm a little bit confused. So it's to, it's to just replace the, the Champs League. It's not to replace the on, on the paper. On, pa- yeah, on paper. on paper. On
2: paper. It's currently to the Champions League by okay. a club owned conglomerate. You know, all these clubs have part ownership and they'll never be removed from this competition. Yeah, that's what makes reality what made clear. What in reality, what is going to happen is FIFA and UEFA are gonna go, uh uh-uh, uh, no, you ain't doing that. And if you go and do that, you're not playing in the Premier League, you're not playing in domestic cups, you're not playing in the World Cup, you're not playing in, in the Euros. Like do UEFA yeah. have the power to kick people from their own domestic leagues? Yeah. yeah. Well, in, in terms in terms of Champions League, without a doubt, they definitely have that. Power. Well, they do win they do when the the FA and the Premier League yeah. against it as well. Yeah, right. Well, what what we should make clear is what I said before we came on air
0: to, to Steve is my opinion is of the fact that it's unfortunately the Americanization of, of our Premier League. Like how many owners you got? Glazers, you got uh, Fenway Sports Group, and uh what's his name? Uh, Arsenal. Uh, Stan Kroenke. Stan Kroenke. Um, At the end of the day, like in America, it's all closed leagues, whereas you don't have a pyramid where, you know, you can get relegated and stuff. There was an article, I put it in the the chat before, that American owners just do not understand relegation. They cannot get their stupid yank heads around around what that means. And that's what a 100 and however many 58 years or something like that has has been of of, you
2: know english football pyramid system so (laughs) but that's so say say it goes ahead yeah let's 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 go down a path where we say it goes ahead and then the fa have allowed teams to carry on playing in the premier league they they just won't care about it because the money will all be in this super league they'll prioritize the super league it'll be every midweek they'll be playing somewhere else in europe well, they're saying it's um, starting from August. It, it, it's no, it's oh, not really, yeah, because yeah. obviously yeah. Champions League doesn't start to what like last week
0: in September, maybe.
1: The group, it was like yeah. six
0: games. although, like you were saying, uh, the, the the current Champions League format. Like this is being discussed uh, this this evening, I think, uh, where they're now potentially going to put a thirty six team league uh, instead of group stages where. Uh, The first eight end up going through into the the round of 16 and then nine to 24 then have a one-time playoff game uh, and then they get put through to that. So it's adding games in the Champions League. It's then going from six in the group stages because you will play 10 games in a mini 36 league, 36 team
1: league. So What's the reasoning for that as well then? Why are they changing the Champs League? Money. Sure. So it's kind of like yeah. the, the greedy corporation fighting the greedy
2: corporation.
1: Yeah. 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 Essentially. Better the,
2: better, the, better the devil you know than the one you yeah. don't. Well, maybe, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, another part, another part of this re- revised Champions League format is that there is several places allotted to elite teams yeah. that have underperformed that season. So the likes of Liverpool or City might get in by default it's it's okay. i think it's six six uh
0: places isn't it i think there's they're talking about teams like uh an ajax for example if uh, if they didn't win that because i think the dutch league only have one place like an automatic spot to get into the champions league so if they win the league and they came third or fourth they potentially would get a, a free slot same with uh, with a turkish team and then like jim said there was i think there was four other slots that then were um Uh, at at UEFA's discretion as to who they want uh, uh, put into their slots.
1: God, that's mad, isn't it? If you win your domestic league and you're not part of this elite group, uh, where do you go if, if you're not invited into the Super League
2: for the following season? Do You go into the Champions, Champions League? League with like巴萨 well, and other well, premium were, clubs, mate. Well, they were talking. <laughs> yeah.
0: They were talking about uh, it being 15 founding or 12 to 15 founding members, and then they would have uh, five spots each year for the winner of the of the domestic tra- uh, the b- domestic title, or if obviously, say for example, it was. One, two, three, four, five, six were the the six teams from the Super League in the Premier League. A, um, the seventh place team would then get a spot in the 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 Super League, sort of. But to me, it just—I think it's just craziness.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the reaction itself is kind of enough to tell you a lot about it. So I, I've been trying to like trying to figure out what's going on, um, but there's been like. So many ex pros, so many pundits, so many reporters, like like you said, using the word boring, disgusting. Neville went off, didn't he? I think Danny Murphy's done the same. And Rio. Rio, yeah. Like they've all made like really impassioned speeches about it. So it doesn't feel like it's well it doesn't feel like it's something that's like not been considered by these people, like to say things like so strongly off the bat. I think that Because it, it's been like in the making for a little while, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's been there's been rumours of it for probably about the last
0: two years before just before the, nah, the pan- that, It's been around for about twenty years this idea. No, no, no. Now nah, this in like this version of the of the Super League, yeah, yeah. There's been there's been loads. Yeah, you're right. It has been around for a long time. But this How version of the Super League is about two to three years, I reckon.
2: Apparently, Wenger Venger called it ten years ago. He said in about oh, yeah. ten years this will come around. What's the reason? There's no Germans in it as well mm, because of the as fifty the plus one thing. Yeah, where, the German, they, German clubs have run on on prioritizing fans basically, yeah. and they know it's not good for the fans in any way. Is is my right. understanding of it? I mean, well, it yeah, just- summed that up quite well in, in that if you, if you have this Super League, it basically means there's no peril to losing games, whether yeah. you're in the Premier League or the Super League. Um, there's, no, there's no fear of defeat. If you took Man City and you take away their owners and their money and you take their hands off the wheel and they go into free fall, <laughs> there's a chance City can get relegated one day. They might end up in League 3. With this Super League, that's not going to happen. They can never get relegated from it. It doesn't matter if they finish 18th in the Premier League. And don't mm. care about it, and play their, you know, C team every week because the money's going to be there for this Super League. My ba- my mate basically said it's basically like watching a Marvel film. Like it'd be exciting to watch the big boys smashing it out, but at the end of the day, there's no fear of defeat. You know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, there's, not, yeah there's, not, there's nothing at stake. You know,
1: definitely. So 100 percent, If you finish, like let's just use Everton as an example because they're one of the bigger teams, sort of left. <laughs> if Everton finished second in the league, say above Liverpool, City and Chelsea, that's not really any benefit to them anyway because they're still qualifying where they would if they finished seventh because those teams are still getting into the Super League. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a mess in it. Like, that's a really- yeah. like-
0: then we're also at the point where it's like... Um- would would they both run? Would the Champions League and the Super League both try and run and then have like the the big six in the Super League and then obviously have Bayern and, and PSG and Dortmund and German teams in the Champions League still? It's just...
2: Yeah, but they're new players in the mess. Europa League. They're not old <laughs> Europa. Norwich and f- Portsmouth. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it,
2: yeah, it's
0: it's just a mess. The, the whole situation is... I don't understand how how it would work, to be honest. And obviously you're going to have to give it time, but also there was a lot of people, I hate quoting uh, talk sport, but there was a lot of people on there who were saying about, you know, maybe, um, maybe it's just a sort of a wake up call for, for your, uh, for your wafer sort of saying like bloody in their nose almost and saying like, look, like we want more power in the Champions League. What the, the ultimate aim I think for them clubs is to say, UEFA will say, okay, well, we'll let you have more control over the Champions League. Whereas now they're sort of UEFA are, are the abiding body and they make all decisions. I think that's what they're aiming for, isn't it? And I guess that would be a pretty big, you know, be a pretty big win for them, them top six clubs and all the other the teams which are in considering being in the Super League now. I guess
1: that's
2: a hell of a power one- play if that's what they're doing. <laughs> like yeah, for sure. So it's a high stakes game of poker, isn't it? Really? Yeah.
0: They've all dropped out of the all twelve of them clubs have dropped out of UEFA Um and all out of the um ECA, wasn't it? So yeah. It, they're they're not they're not bullshitting, I don't think. Like I think they genuinely are put, are doing this to to just, you know, crank up as much pressure as they possibly can
1: on your on wafer and and yeah uh, to say like ramification wise it seems like there's talk about kicking them from their own domestic leagues, kicking them from Europe, obviously, and even, like, internationals not playing at the World Cup or something. Yeah. Like, it just seems like... I mean, instantly you're talking about Liverpool, Spurs, United, um, City obviously have a load of English players as well, and Chelsea have got some good ones coming through. Like, if none of them are available for England, like that side is is not very good at all.
2: No. It's crazy. And I keep thinking about like if you're, I don't know, off the top of my head, Harry Kane, um you, you know, you've got more money than you know what to do with. You you're doing your dream job, you're playing football week in week out. You've got a great life. In that context, one of the things you can that really appeals to this sort of player is playing for your national side. I cannot imagine Harry Kane saying, "Yeah, the Super League sounds wicked. Sign me up." a captain of england isn't going to forfeit his chance to captain england anymore because he wants to play against fucking inter milan you know midweek
1: that's
2: a good point
0: yeah it's not i i generally don't think it's going to happen i like i do think it will it is a power play i think i think you're spot on jim but i don't think any of them players uh uh jeopardizing their england careers because like you said some some of the young talent which we've got coming through as well at the moment like I don't want to say it, but you know, we, we, we do have real good players coming through. So I, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, I just can't see it happening. I really can't. And I think
2: one of the things as well, we've got to think about is that <clears throat> as far as you can go back, whether it's, you know, 80, 90, hundred years, a lot of the clubs in the Premier League started humble beginnings, started by working class people, by for yeah. working class people, Save up their money every week. I think Rio was talking about this, and, and go watch football at the weekends as a form of entertainment. And this move now completely disregards hundred years worth of history, and, and it also fucks up everyone further down the football pyramid. Because what you don't like, what people don't think about, is that although there's a lot of money at the top of the Premier League, that money trickles down, and it trickles down as far as the national league even grassroots level, yeah. like actually 100%. money just to get fields
0: for kids to be able to play football on. That's all coming from the TV deal trickling down eventually to get into, you know, some lad on in Common able to like play football. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, there's a field to do that. Like.
1: Yeah. like, do you think if as part of them going into this Super League, because the money that's being banded around is ridiculous, isn't it? Like, do you think that it would be Maybe a negotiation to be had where you go, okay, you can go in that, but as a result, like, you need to do more for the pyramid in your own countries. Like, that way they're getting the riches, but they're still inputting. Because I think the big thing for me, what I'm understanding is people don't want them to do this because it will negatively impact financially the rest of their own pyramid. Yeah. Whereas if Mm. if they are still contributing, like, do you think that might be something that they kind of like (sighs) lean towards?
2: In an ideal world, yeah, probably. But I'm not sure how you govern that and force people to do that when they have no skin in the game. Like, I don't know. I don't see why any of the top six would be like, yeah, we'll contribute. 50% 50% of our earnings from the Super League back to the the FA when they're not involved in the FA and they have, you know, like, it's like I go back to what I was saying before. There's no ambition. There'll be no reason to play in the Premier League. Like, mm. doesn't matter. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're not going to donate your money to it. Yeah, the whole, the whole uh, point of it is is to get more money. So they're not going to they're not going to be wanting to
0: donate. There, there, there was talk. I think I think if you win the Champions League, you get between one fifty and one sixty million. I think uh, that they were saying that if you win the Super League, they're going to be that's going to be three hundred million or more. So that's like a doubling of the money. Why would they then say, okay, we want to get that extra riches, but we're willing to give fifty percent of it back to the pyramid to make you know to solidify that. That the whole point of them is to get more money, so that owners can make more and more and more. And to be honest, that it's it's been coming like like you said, it's been coming for a while in terms of the way that the football clubs have been structured in terms of buying football clubs on top of debt. I'm thinking mainly Man United, but also Fenway Sports Group have done it, and uh, a lot of the other teams. I mean, maybe not Man City and and uh, Roman Abramovich at Chelsea, like yeah, but especially Man United and I, I believe Liverpool, they they both run their clubs off just paying debt and moving money around from other teams. Like the Fremway Sports Group owns so many, didn't they? And obviously Glazer's own, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and other yeah. other franchises. Just moving money around is basically what they do. <laughs> Yeah. These these and people
2: it, it, you're talking about, Broom, like like you said, Steve, they're how uh, the people you've seen talking out against this are, you know, ex-professional footballers, they're pundits, they're all people that live and breathe football, it's fans, it's supporters trusts. Um the people that own these football clubs don't fucking care about the football. They don't give no. a shit. Like apparently I was reading today, one of the glazers has never been to Old Trafford. Yeah. <laughs> like don't, don't give a fucking flying fuck no. about it. And there was a rumor going around today that there was a leak from one of the directors who said, we don't really care about legacy fans we're interested in attracting new markets who are yeah. interested in high China and the US. Yeah,
0: China yeah. and the US, that's all it's for, man. And Saudi Arabia as well. Uh, yeah. Let's be honest, right? I'll let you come in on one sec, Steve. What it is, is for 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 subscriptions in China, Saudi Arabia, in the US, they know they can make absolute bank from that. So they think, right, we get that. We get all them TV deals. It, you know, it's, it's more and more on top of what they already think, which is already a madness, how much they're getting from Sky Sports and BT. And you know what, right? I want to come back on BT and Sky Sports as well. They were going on about it. They've contributed to that though. They've contributed to the fact that football is making, they've got so much money in it now because like someone said in a a YouTube comment, I remember when Champions League used to be on ITV and then BT, uh, Sky Sports came in and bidded unbelievable amounts of money ITV just couldn't compete with. And then yeah. they're now, now they're complaining when when other super leagues are going to be, you know, playing more and more in China, Saudi Arabia, US, whatever. Steve, go.
1: Yeah, I completely agree, mate. I think, uh, so I'm probably going to get cancelled for saying this, but I obviously illegally stream a lot of games. Um, and Connor yesterday, trying to get his hands on the Leicester Southampton game, uh, he's like, oh, can I borrow your login? And I'm like, mate, it's FA Cup semi-final, it's on BBC. And it's not, it's on BT for FA Cup 25. It's like that's like a staple of like free TV. Yeah. And obviously you go back to Champions League as well. I think you're probably right as well in saying that those markets, the, the Super League will play games in China in the US. Like the, that's where the fixtures that occasionally.
0: Yeah, within within five to ten years, I within five years, I could see that happening where they just go, "Oh, we'll have a game that like like in the the NFL with it's it's a money making scheme to get international series over here and make more money." And I, I understand and agree with with trying to build the brand, but breaking the other the other
2: systems that are in place in the other countries is not the right way to do it. This is what kind of worries me about the whole thing, really, is that I've spent all day on Reddit and Twitter reading about this and looking at people's opinions and watching YouTube videos of pundits and that. And I'm a little bit worried that I'm absorbing this information in a bubble and that I'm like, oh, everyone feels so strongly against this. Whereas I feel like the people who are running the Super League are probably hedging their bets on a market of, you know, what is it? 2 billion people in Asia, you know, the best oh. part of 700 million people in North America. <laughs> maybe that, their opinion outweighs ours. I'm not sure. And we are the legacy fans and maybe we're yeah. going to get left behind. I don't know. Well, they, they, they
0: said, um, it was uh, I put it at that YouTube video from um, Sky Sports, basically one of the, the club board incisors had said, uh, the, ga- the good of the game is a secondary concern. The good of the game is a secondary concern. That just that hits a nail on the head. They do not give a shit about the state of the game in any other club, any other country. It's just money. Money, money, money.
1: That's all it is. Yeah, that was a really interesting uh, like reveal, wasn't it? They didn't say which club he was from, but he was yeah. saying that like they can't even get their heads around relegation. Like that's it's just like. Fucking hell. I mean, fair enough if you can but don't run a club that's in the league where it happens, if, if that's the case. I mean, I've got to ask as well, because obviously you boys both support teams. I support one of the teams. Like, I love watching Liverpool. love watching them on European nights. I probably will watch them if they were in a Super League. But like, has it soured your kind of uh,
2: fandom of them? Like, and, and like, how will you kind of deal with that? Good question. Um so, I mean, I've had I've been having a pretty torrid time with Tottenham anyway at the moment with how things have been run and and all that. Um, and, the, and Mourinho. And um, to be honest, I I mean, Steve, if you don't know, we've had a lad on the podcast called Sean, and I've run a business with him, and he's also a life he's a lifelong Tottenham fan. So we talk about this shit a lot, and he's literally said like he's so disenfranchised with it. This might be the last straw. He's been a Tottenham fan since he was about five, and he said he'll literally you'll get a late and orient season ticket. And to be honest, I'm kind of the same. I'm like goes against everything that makes football enjoyable. The high stakes. That's why the Premier League's interesting. Every game is difficult. Every game is a challenge. If you do fuck up. I mean, look at Arsenal and Spurs, mid-table this season. Like they fucked it. And that's not going to be the reality anymore if if things change. And I don't know if I'd really enjoy it anymore. Um And I'd probably consider supporting another team, honestly. And I've seen a lot of people online that have said the same thing. Yeah. It's sad, frankly, it's sad, but...
0: Yeah, you know what? I pretty much completely agree with you, mate. Um, I don't know if I could support another team. I don't know if I would just become completely disenfranchised with football and just, it would become something that... I enjoy, but I just wouldn't follow as passionately. I probably would just follow American sports more and, and other, you know, other types of sports. I, it would, it would really, I think it would just sour the whole experience. And, and to know that unfortunately mine and your club, Steve, do seem to be the main uh, driving force behind it. I hate to say it like the, they they do seem like the the voices of of really trying to push it with with Woodward as well, which I've said many times on this podcast uh, that he's an absolute clown, <laughs> and um, and yeah, I, I, don't get me wrong, I would still probably watch the Super League, but from my point of view. I would not be wanting to buy tickets. It's hard enough to get tickets at United anyway, but I would not want to be buying tickets and I definitely wouldn't be buying merch from, from them. It, to, to me, it would be, yeah, that kind of boycott in that kind of way would be my kind of way of just saying, no, I,
1: I don't yeah. support what you guys are doing. So It's huge though, isn't it really? To go from being like a lifelong fan to just, because I'm like still torn and I don't know enough about it to kind of like commit to an answer, but... I think you are right. I, I, like football's been expensive for years anyway. Like it's it's already quite inaccessible. I think just to go to a prem game, like yeah, if definitely you go not. with someone else. It's like it's it's a it's a hundred quid day out with beers and and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I think the best thing about football is obviously you have like that tribal kind of like link with a team. To yeah. then just transfer it onto another team just because it's like it's a bit unnatural in it. So yeah, I I don't think
0: I could support another team i could maybe like i I, obviously me me and james are both from crew i would probably be more interested in just following what crew are doing and like i would probably go more games uh, there i'd probably go to some salford games which i've been to a couple of times but for me yeah the the buying tickets or and and merch would be completely a no-no for me it would just yeah yeah like
1: physically putting your money into it yeah exactly for
0: them yeah It is a tough one, though, because, yeah, like, I'm I'm the same as Sean. Like, I've been United fan since, you know, very young, and it has soured it. I mean, right, so one thing I saw, and this is just another YouTube comment, but I think we maybe can move on after this, but um, one way of maybe working it around would be doing it in years where there's no World Cup no Euros no African Cup of Nations and like no uh, Copper America where you could do a tournament like this where you could get subscribers from the US from wherever they could put it on at the time whatever time zone they want it in to get as much marketing as possible and let's be honest like in them seasons where there's no World Cup in Euros what are players doing just having a very long holiday like I don't know. I feel like that would be one way of maybe working it. That it'd be like a World Cup tournament between them
2: kind of clubs. But yeah, to club, me, like, it's a, like just, a like a club World Cup. Yeah, and, like and FIFA suggested. It, it can yeah. happen in. It can happen in Asia. It could happen in America. wherever. Middle yeah. East. That'd be that'd be much. I'd be well more up for that. Yeah, and and then it
0: doesn't it doesn't sour. Or make or make you just think that your club is after money. It, mm. They can go there. They can go and win three hundred million from that if they want to join it. But then it doesn't just feel like they're just completely wanting to disregard the Champions League, which, within its own right, has has legacy and has history and stuff, doesn't it? Obviously, being
1: the European Cup. So, yeah, yeah. I think I mean, like the timing of it all is pretty bad as well, isn't it? Obviously, like there's been yeah. the pandemic. There's been like. Arsenal obviously are part of this as well and, and they were like giving pay cuts they sacked Gunasaurus, and, and yeah. like it's it's just really bad optics for like everyone and especially like you say mate like me and you as supporting like Liverpool and United they're all about like the fans aren't they? they they give all this like you'll never walk alone it's all about like the the working class Busby babes and stuff and all this and then they do stuff like this and obviously it's not the club is it it's the guys no, that own it exactly but it does reek like it's it's really bad
2: timing I definitely think there's a tactical element to it though like you imagine this with fans in stadiums imagine that oh yeah awesome. <laughs> protest. I mean there was a load of lads outside Anfield today I don't know if you saw that mm, protest yeah yeah
0: yeah I, th- I think part to them I know it's not probably the best time to be doing it during this pandemic but ah fuck it mate <laughs> <It's bust.
2: laughs> Every
0: group, gr- groups of six <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>
0: Right, we've done a good 40 minutes of absolutely rinsing the European Super League there. Do we want to briefly, briefly go through uh, some action over the weekend? Anyone who's listening, I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch anything on Sunday, went on a mega walk and had some lovely Mexican food now that places are open. So, Jimbo, kick us off. Friday's game, Everton Spurs, Mourinho's last game, and your faces says a picture, doesn't it, really? <laughs>
2: feels like half a lifetime ago now um (laughs) harry Kane to sigurdsson to
0: to penalty which was one of the softest penalties i thought in a very 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 long time um two like you said very very scrappy goals from spurs in terms of the deflected goal and then didn't um I think, uh, who was it? The Everton defender. Who literally Keen, just ducked, Keane ducked, well, missed ahead Header sort of ducked underneath it and it just dropped at Kane's feet. It's, you know, it's the only person you want in that kind of situation. Harry
2: Kane, isn't he? He's going to hit the target, so. Um, yeah, mate, go, ghost FC, mate. Didn't create, didn't defend, didn't have a <laughs> midfield. Well, it is, isn't it? And now he's gone. And yeah. now Ryan Mason's been thrown to the Wolves, mate, to meet Pep Guardiola on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, he who was it who said race. that?
0: It was it who said that six days
2: before the League Cup final? For me, that is just abysmal timing. Yeah, but come on. It's not even a League Cup final. It's a League Cup final against Pep Guardiola, who's won it, like, was it, five years in a row or Mate, it's one game. <laughs> it's one game. It doesn't
0: matter. You can, you can have 85% of the ball,
2: 85,
0: no, 15% of, of possession... And Mourinho can still do something from that situation. Mate, you've you've lost your head if you don't agree with that. Like no, I, no, you think, I, no, you no, think I Ryan Mason you think Ryan Mason can get a better a performance out of them players than Mourinho, then you've lost your head. Look,
2: I do think Mourinho is capable of that, but not the Mourinho that was at Spurs on Friday. Not the Mourinho that's been at Spurs for the last two or three months, mate. Mourinho at the start of his tenure at Spurs, potentially. Mourinho at United, potentially.
0: Right, okay, answer this question. You,
2: you, would, you would prefer Ryan
0: Mason going into the League Cup final as your interim no. manager than, than Mourinho?
2: I prefer bloody Nagelsmann or Ten Hag or Eddie Howell. No, no, or or no but that's your options, mate. That's, <laughs> that's your options. That's your options. Yosei or Ryan Mason? Fuck it, Ryan Mason. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what a question. <laughs> Steve,
0: go on, mate. What do you think? I don't know if you saw any of the game, but comment on the uh,
1: on the Mr. Mourinho situation. Yeah, I watched this one. So I've got a, a good mate who's a Spurs fan. He said like last last uh, couple of months, really, have just been dire. And I've not really watched loads of them, but I can see exactly what he meant by that game. They've got no real plan. They've obviously got Kane uh, who can get them out of anything. Yeah, it's really weird. They've got a midweek game, are not they, against Southampton as like a warm-up and then he's <laughs> the greatest manager of our like, generation like, since <laughs> I Do you know what, my career that Mason's ad though I'd love it if he did it he ain't oh, got mate, it it'd be so but good. it'd be just great wouldn't it it would
0: and I'm, I'm gonna chat a load of shit now and on Monday next week we come on and Jim's just gonna have the biggest smirk on his face <laughs> <laughs> oh mate and Where's also and um,
2: fucking like whatever wicked <laughs>
0: uh, Kane left he had an injury it looks like hopefully it's not too serious it looked like a bit of a like a crunch really didn't it coming yeah, down his ankle bend mm.
2: yeah but he uh, he left the stadium walking it yeah. not hobbling wasn't crutches no moon boot, boot or anything
0: yeah but... so fingers crossed right fingers he could crossed. probably
2: buy a new ankle with that ESL
1: money <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. yeah to be fair as well Gylfi Sigurdsson's second goal was
0: beautiful oh it was boss that wasn't it
2: honestly
0: uh, one, one other very very quick mention on the European Super League actually I am so surprised that PSG have not gone in on that.
2: Like they win the league every year without contention, mate. Why would you want to yeah, get to the league I suppose, yeah. All the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get far.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah, actually, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I just, mate, I just know that they love money. <laughs> that's all I know. <laughs> They've got all the money they ever need. Yeah, no, that's true. Well, mate, until oil runs out, then we'll see. Um, <laughs> right. Anyway, <laughs> on to Saturday's game. Uh, Saturday's games sorry Uh, Newcastle versus West Ham a bit of a crazy one I only saw the highlights of this as well I must admit but um, couple of I mean what the fuck was Fabianski doing for that second goal with a which uh, Joel Lindo man managed to put in, and like you put on the uh, the WhatsApp that uh, that savage moment where uh, what's his name broke through. Dawson challenged him, well made a hash of the challenge. So Maxima went through, scored, and then he came back and just gave him another yellow card and just
1: really yeah. shit on West Ham, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, like that was double whammy. It didn't <laughs> need to happen. If that happens on like a game of FIFA, you're snapping the
0: door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a straight <laughs> quit. Isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know you could do went, that either. I, f- I thought that obviously the advantage uh, leading to a goal as well. Like that's kind of that nullifies the second yellow, right? Yeah, I thought that. I thought that that would have been the case. I
0: really did. I was very surprised when I when I'd seen the, the the highlights and what went on. <laughs>
1: Jimbo.
2: Yeah. Where, where, what I want to know is where the fuck's Baker when Newcastle actually get a decent result mate, from a game. I know, right. He would have loved to be on this because
0: in fact, he might've hated it because he would really have wanted to put PSG like proper through the grill. Wouldn't he He'd have loved it if they'd have been in, but yeah, you're right. Baker, if you're listening, mate, you, you should have been, should have been in for this game. I mean, yeah. L- last minute I mean, drama I, I, yeah. as well.
1: I've been listening to this podcast for a few weeks now and Newcastle have just oh, won a thanks. game 3-2 and the pubs are back open and you both believe that Baker is working nights. Yeah, true. He's <laughs> <on the line>. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he is currently topless with a pint of Newcastle brown ale. Mate, yeah, he's had, a, he's had a two-day
2: two, two bender, mate. <laughs> two-day bender. Yeah.
1: Willock tattooed on his <laughs>
2: Um
1: And, I mean... <sighs>
0: Baker said it's the hope that kills you but you're nine points ahead of Fulham now with six games left and I know right, Fulham Fulham don't have a great they have quite an easy run in and I know Newcastle do have a few difficult games but surely surely Stevie Bruce can keep them up from this position now like I think it's six point gap for, for Fulham to, to Burnley I think which is uh, what would it be 17th place so I think it's going to be tough for Scott Parker and Fulham. Like it's um they've had a lot of last minute heartbreaks, aren't they, in the past couple of weeks, I must admit. Uh we will go on to that in a, on on Sunday's uh games. But um on to the game, which like Steve pointed out, I haven't put any comments for because it was Wolves 1 Sheffield United nil. officially Sheffield United are relegated and on to the next game guys (laughs) (laughs) unless you want to make any comments I think it was a stupid decision to get rid of Chris Wilder you fuck yourself you're in the championship with another manager if you'd have stayed with him it'd have been better
2: yeah get in the bin let's move on yeah (laughs)
0: yeah Chelsea versus Manchester City FA Cup semi-final and this I don't really want to comment on that much because I watched the first half and nearly fell asleep why not
2: mate the quads off now
0: well I mean about the game the game itself it was just dross the first half bloody hell like I was I was honestly I'm not even like I genuinely was nearly falling asleep it was not keeping my attention in the slightest it was uh, yeah it was one of them I mean what what what
1: do you
2: boys think? You see it? No, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, don't I watch
1: football it anymore, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, if this week has been the death of football, that was Defo the starter, wasn't it? It was. Oh, <laughs> boring, <man. laughs> yeah, it there's, really... there's an episode of The Simpsons where they go to like a World Cup game and the team's just passing the ball like, between the same. I remember players, that. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, it was literally that. The first half was dead. <laughs> Luckily, they had Mika Richards on
2: like the three half time because he just finds anything funny, doesn't he? But, hey, if you enjoyed this, w- watch the Carabao Cup final Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all up for
1: watching Mason's boys, uh, but yeah, no, it, it was terrible. Really, I thought Chelsea played okay, but like a combination of kind of like sideways passing with Martin Keown commentating oh, on BBC uh... on a sunny Saturday afternoon, it's just like. Yeah, actually, fucking, I'm all for this ESL. I would come on to it.
0: Yeah, as long as you'd have Martin Keown commentating, I'm all up for it. Um, I mean, I thought, yeah, absolutely fucking awful. But you do have to give Tuchel credit. The first half, I think they had something like 63 or 61% possession against City, which not a lot of teams have. Like the pepped pep. The outpep peps. Then wing backs every single time, because obviously how City play, they always bring the wing uh, full backs in, don't they, and play in midfield. Every time they came in, the, the wing backs come in, James and, and Chilwell, and they just like Just bustle them out of the game. Just they didn't have any time on the ball. I must admit, they very, very good game plan from Tuchel. And as Jimbo said, I don't want to smile too hard, but the quad's not on (laughs) anymore. The quad's not on anymore. Treble's on though, mate. Yeah, the treble with the the Disney Cup, though, as the as the as the cup edition. Not the not the real FA Cup, mate. So yeah, we'll we'll leave it there, I think. Um Sunday's games Arsenal versus Fulham as I said uh, absolute disaster for Fulham although Scotty Parker always looks dapper on the sideline doesn't he he's always got a nice cardy and some kind of nice jacket uh, fair play to the lad he's got fashion sense. my
2: fiancé loves watching Fulham mate <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah. what, what do you think again I must admit I thought the Lamina penalty which he got was a soft one I really wasn't too sure about it but hey and uh, and yeah Arsenal with a last minute scrambled 1-1 and like we said Arsenal are going to be in this Super Cup and they can't even beat 18th place Fulham no disrespect to Fulham at all but come on yeah, they that's, beat that's, us so, like, well yeah but I mean that is the excitement <laughs> of the Premier League as well I mean, in comparison to a Super League that can happen they, Fulham that, can we've, beat we've Liverpool we've moved on we've moved on uh, Manchester United versus <laughs> Burnley. I didn't even watch the game, guys. I went on a nice little walk, went for some Mexican food. God, and, and this fucking walk was decent. It's like the it third was time you've mentioned double, it. Mate, it was double <laughs> decent, mate. Anyway, Henderson had a little wobble early on, which I saw from the highlights with a fucking awful decision. I saw his player rating. He got five out of 10, which considering there's been a lot of chat recently about selling De Gea in summer, like don't fucking start bottling it now, Henderson. Like you have been given the number one spot. Like just keep it up, mate. Keep it up. Um, Mason Green one with two, very, very lucky one. The second one, but a lovely finish for the first one. I thought, um, and, uh, Cavani finished it off. James Tarkovsky out, absolutely bullying Harry Maguire on the corner. Um, do you see, do you see any of this, Steve? I'm not even going to ask Jim. What did you order from the Mexican place? (laughs) Couple of nice quesadillas, mate, and some very nice nachos. Uh, What else there? Oh, some empanadas, which were bloody lovely. Very nice. Anyone in Manchester, uh, La La Cacetilla? I think that's how you say it. Where's your whereabouts? Uh, Chorlton mate very very nice on a Baltimore Road lovely that's all I that came um, for really she <laughs> <laughs> um, last game of, of the weekend Leicester versus Southampton I don't want to leave Connor hanging if he is listening so did, did anyone see this did, did we did we no I mean I saw, I saw a little bit of the highlights and Southampton did look up, it did seem unlucky for them but I mean you know I think I think Overall, from the highlights and from, from the match report I read it did seem like Leicester probably were the, the better team and
2: um, yeah. you know I mean if I was a Southampton fan which thank the stars I'm not but <laughs> I'd be pretty happy to even get to this point to be honest with the season they've had yeah like, it's not yeah. bad to like lose to on a on a, on a scoreline like this to Leicester this stage in a cup write the season off everyone write the season off <laughs> well uh, Steve said, "Like who knows?
0: Like this could just be given to Leicester if 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 they actually go ahead with with everything that that happens in the Super League, then they might just go nah. FA Cup game, FA, FA Cup finals not happening. We're just giving it to Leicester. so so's Chelsea."
1: I'd love that. Yeah. I'd be well up for yeah. that. Which then, if you're a Southampton fan, and that, happens, <laughs> then, you, then you're fuming. Yeah, <laughs> that so does like, become oh. very
0: bitter then. Although maybe they could just rerun the, the
1: FA Cup and have Leicester versus Chelsea. Uh, Leicester versus Southampton. Then I'd love that. Yeah. I think Leicester Chelsea would be a better game of the two. Like no disrespect to Southampton, I do think. Yeah, definitely. You need you need a, a fairly close game because Chelsea like win it. A lot, don't they? Yeah. Like, have they been in the final four out of the last five years or won it for yeah. last five yeah. years? In the final, I think. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're like a successful team in that cup. Um. Yeah. It's a shame for Saints, but I think based on Leicester's like last couple of years and since Rogers has been there, they deserve like a, a day in the sun, don't they? At when yeah. like with a couple of fans there as well. I think by the looks of it, yeah. So, it should be alright. I, I didn't see the game. I I spend most of my Sunday nights. Um prepping my brain mentally for line of duty just like trying to figure out what's happened so far and what all the acronyms mean uh, I don't don't watch a lot of football uh, uh, shame for Connor and the same shout out to our boy Connor but uh, chuffed for Leicester too I hope they win it as well yeah it will be brilliant right
0: as we always do, Monday's game, uh, Leeds versus Liverpool. I haven't seen anything. It's not even started yet. Starts in 15 minutes. One word, scoreline. Steve, what are you saying? Uh walk-off protest. Oh, I would love that.
2: I would love that, my man. Jimbo, you going there as well? I'd like, like a walk-off protest. Oh, I'm going to go... 1-1. Oh,
0: I'm gonna th- I'm gonna go up on that triple that mate walk off protest. If not, I think it will be 2-0 to Liverpool. Um and a very very uh quick run up of them games but uh, good chatting shit of uh, the Super League bashing on it enough so um, yeah very much for listening guys something else Appreciate
1: to moan about now aren't we I know I oh, feel like, like it's been like dead sombre can we talk about like <laughs> uh, it's a Diop's own goal or um, the Dulux the dog or something Like we can't end on, we can't end on this sort of like football's
0: well, dead <laughs> well you know what I'm just glad the Baker wasn't here in some respects because he would have been very, he would have he would have been very down about it he would have been he would have been hating it a lot I think so oh,
2: as always well next week mate oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> just,
0: just get him commenting on it just a little comment on it it'll probably be like a fucking 20 minute dialogue
1: <laughs> well cheers um, Steve yeah oh, pleasure as always boys keep up the good work and it's, it's always nice fun chatting to you both
2: you've been listening to The OAN you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The OAN Pod And if you've enjoyed the episode, drop us a few quid and check the link in the episode description. Just
0: tell your mates about this pod because that's the only way we're actually going to get anywhere with this. So please, please do, guys. Thanks very much. Have a good one.